Welcome back to the Way In Podcast. This is episode five, and today we're going to be talking about your feet, or more importantly, your shoes. As always, I am your host, Will Roy. I'm the fitness director here in Retro Fitness in Rochester, Michigan. And uh, flying solo today. Last couple episodes, I've had Coach Nick on, and it's been it's a lot more fun when you have somebody uh, to ping pong ideas and have a conversation with. As you can probably imagine, carrying on a conversation with yourself, little little tougher, but uh, I'll get better at it. And you know, like I said at the beginning, we're just gonna be talking about feet today. Which, no, not no foot fetish. We're talking about shoes, most importantly. And why am I talking about shoes? Other than the fact that if you work with me, you know I get shoes delivered almost weekly or bi-weekly here. Uh, It's kind of a running joke. I do have a shoe. I have a shoe thing. Um, uh, But it's not... It's not, I'm not into Jordans. You know, I know that's the big thing. I, I could care less about Jordans. I'm a big training shoe guy. Uh, I like to have shoes on my feet that I can go do anything with. You know, as a coach, as an athlete, I just, I want to be able to do everything. So I like trying different training shoes and I've tried them all, pretty much them all. And uh, there's one thing that I notice and have noticed over the years, it's kind of coming to the forefront a little bit more here in the industry, but still not quite there. And that is your proper footwear for what you're doing in the gym. And it makes a big difference, I'm telling you. So our feet are full of nerve endings, right? Um, Same thing with our hands. So we get a lot of feedback off of our feet And when we cram them up in shoes or unstable shoes, and we're trying to do stable lifts and be stable in our lifts, a lot can go wrong and a lot of compensation can occur and a lot of injuries occur. And this is something that is cumulative over time. This is not like something that you'll notice right away. It just kind of happens in time. So we want our feet to be wide, you know? you know, that's not, we want, they should be, you should be able to display your feet, your toes should be open. That's going to give you the best foot health overall. It's going to give you a much better grounding for lifting, especially like your big lifts, like your deadlifts, your squats, your single leg work. Um, and it makes a big difference when you are in running shoes, which is what I see the most, these thick, comfortable cloud-like running shoes. And again, I'm not dogging running shoes. There's a time and a place to be wearing running shoes. And, you know, I, I don't even care. You can wear them in the gym. I'm not saying you can't. But if you're doing heavy lifting, and this is going for the people that like to lift heavy or se- even semi-heavy, these thick-soled running shoes, if you ever know, they, man, your foot swivels, your ankle jacks back and forth on that. And that is not good for a proper lift, and it's not good for your feet or your ankle. And guess what happens, man? It's a chain reaction. It goes from the floor all the way up. So starts at the foot, 
foot's not stable. Ooh, ankle has to compensate. Oh, ankle's kind of wobbly. Oop, knee has to compensate. Oh, knee's not quite compensating anymore. Oh, now my hip's got to compensate. Oh, there goes the hip. Oh, now it's the back. It works its way all the way up. And if you think I'm lying, I'm not. Go look it up. Um, there's plenty of studies behind this. Plenty of science behind it as well. Um, now, again, I'm not saying if you're somebody that's not chasing records, you're just doing body weight. Hey, running shoes are fine. Not a problem. You're doing lightweight. Your running shoes are fine. But anytime you're getting up into that, like, I would say you probably even 60 to 70% of like what a one rep max would be for you. You need proper footwear, man. Uh, you do not want your ankle wobbling back and forth when you're lifting a weight. Um, so if that's you, if you have foot problems, you have ankle problems. I would highly suggest getting a more minimalist flat shoe, uh, more of a cross training shoe. Start small. Go to somebody that might know. You do not want to go from a running shoe, especially one with a thick sole, right into like a barefoot shoe, which is almost like your barefoot. You'll end up just hurting yourself even further. If you're not used to it, you need to get a shoe that kind of slowly work your way down to that barefoot feel or even a minimalist feel. You don't even have to go all the way to barefoot. Um, you know, is it the best? You know, I think, I think it's good for certain things. Might be the best for some movements, but I don't think it's necessary for most people to get what they want just for general foot health. Uh, and again, the more healthy your feet, probably the more healthy your ankle, probably the more healthy your knees, probably more healthy your hip. So keep that in mind, man. It is a chain reaction and you have to pay attention and you have to start wearing the proper footwear for the movements that you are doing. Okay, so I'm not gonna, maybe I'll elaborate more on this in the future, but I wanted this to be a quick episode and I wanna talk about something I really am into, man, and I love training shoes. So we're gonna talk about the training shoes. I'm gonna give you my top training shoes, then I'm gonna rank them. So if you're looking, if you're somebody out there looking for a new training shoe, or you're somebody that's been lifting in those running shoes, and you're like, man, maybe I should listen to this guy. Maybe I should uh, go invest in one of these pairs of uh, training shoes and see what it's all about. Okay, I'm not ranking yet. This is just my list. Okay, we have the Rad One Trainer. Okay, the Rad One Trainer, you have to look it up. It's R-A-D-O-N-E. And it's the training shoe. They also have a runner, but you want to look at the trainer. Okay, we have the Nike Metcon, the 7 or the 8 edition. We have the Reebok Nano X3. We have the Tier, that's T-Y-R, C-X-T-1. We have the GORUCK Ballistic Trainers. We have the Noble Trainer Plus. Not the trainer, you want the trainer plus. And then we have the Strike Movement Haze Trainer. So those are my top seven training shoes. I have them all, and I use them all for different things. And I'll go over what's what's what here. So we'll start with the Rad One Trainer. This is this is probably the one that I would probably recommend for most people because it still has a good cushion to it, but it's pretty stable. They they've they they've found a good. Uh, in between of stability, but with still cushion and comfort. 
Um, this is a shoe that you could wear all day. It's something you could, if you need to run in, you could run in it. If you want to lift in it, you can lift in it. I would venture to say that it's probably, it's probably, probably the most even keel to running and lifting. So if you're somebody that likes to cross train, do a little bit of running, a little bit of lifting, this would be the shoe I'd recommend for you for sure. Um, the Nike Metcon seven or eight. Uh, okay. This one, not a runner. I wouldn't even run a little bit in this one. This one is strictly for training. In my opinion, they say you can run in it. I've tried it. I don't like it because it has more of a platform in the heel for like really great stability for squats and deadlifts for power cleans. Um, if you're somebody that likes to Olympic lift that this would be a great shoe for you. But it's definitely not a running shoe. I don't. I wouldn't even do small runs in it. Uh, you could probably. I have done prowler pushes in it, which I think it is good for because you're on your toes most of the time, and it has good flexibility there. So, um, so that's the Nike Metcon Seven or Eight. Oh, and on another note, so the Nike Metcons you can probably go try on in store. The Rad One is order online only right now. Um, however, they do have a. I believe their return policy is free shipping uh, on returns. So, unfortunately, if you don't know your size, you know, you'd have to play with that a little bit. However, it is a really great shoe. Uh, next, the Reebok Nano X3. I've always been a fan of the Nano editions of Reeboks cross trainers. It's the first one I ever bought back in the Nano 2s. So, this is X3, so it's 13. I, this shoe is awesome for lifting it's comfortable if you wanted to wear it most of the day you could get away with wearing it most of the day you could do some short runs in it it's not my favorite for that um, it is better than the metcon for running however i still wouldn't recommend it for anything maybe over a mile uh, but as far as like a cross training shoe it offers very good um, stability for lifting and it offers very good not sponginess, but like enough, enough comfort and give that you could do some plyos in it as well, plyometrics. So any kind of like, you know, if you're a jump roper or box jumps, you can get away with that. Next, the Noble Trainer Plus. I like this shoe because it, it looks thicker than it feels but it's still comfortable and it really locks your foot in. So if you lace them up, you don't even gotta lace them tight, but your foot stays locked in. So it's really good for box jumps, lateral uh, works, lateral jumps. Um, still very stable platform for lifting. It's just a good all around shoe, I'd say, the Noble Trainer Plus. Very good for wide feet. There's a lot of toe room in this one. Um, probably more toe room than the other three before that I've mentioned. It's just, a it's just a good shoe, comfortable. Um, I've worn mine all day before, no issues. Um, so I, the Noble Trainer Plus is a very good shoe. Very simple looking as well, and it comes in this super fabric, so it's incredibly durable. So if you want a pair of shoes that's gonna last you a while, then the Noble Trainer Plus would be your probably your go-to. Probably the most durable out of the ones I've listed so far. Next, the tier cxt1 this one is probably the newest of all the training shoes it is it's a good it's a good all-around cross training shoe it doesn't really excel in any one thing um, i've ran two miles in it comfortably 
I've lifted and squatted in it. It's good. It does, it's not the widest toe box. If you're somebody that already has wide feet, probably wouldn't be your best one. It does offer the um, largest heel to toe drop, which is uh, nine, nine millimeters, I believe. Um, so your average cross trainer, I'd say is probably like four to five millimeters. So, you know, add four millimeters to that. Although it doesn't seem like it. And for context, if you're not really into shoes like me, especially training shoes, like a running shoe is usually like 10 to 12 millimeters. So as you can see, the higher millimeters get, the, the more it becomes kind of like that more cushiony feel. The tier is the highest of those. However, it's it, it doesn't feel like it. Um, so, but it's a good all around cross trainer. Uh, the GORUCK Ballistic Trainer. So I love these shoes. I have four pair. They're very minimalist looking. They're extremely durable. They're easy to clean. There's a lot of toe room in them. However, they're not the best for like, I, they're not, the, they're kind of heavy because they're, they're GORUCK. GORUCK is a rucking company. They're meant to like really be durable and last over terrain, right? You're, they're meant to be outdoors, trails, hikes, that kind of thing. So I like them. I, they just, you know, everybody's foot anatomy is different, which is why I'm giving you all these shoe options. So you can try them out. You got to find the one that works for you. But the GORUCK Ballistic is definitely a durable, easy to clean, a lot of toe room, good enough to wear all day. I've worn mine all day plenty of times. Most of the time, I wear those all day. Just a very good shoe. Um, and GORUCK is USA made, so that's another perk if you're into that thing. I myself am. And then, uh, I don't know, did I mention? I might have, I did. So, and then the next one, the Strike Movement Haze Trainer. This one is, I believe, don't get me wrong, but it started as a parkour shoe. Most people, when they see me wearing them, they'll actually ask me what they are and they have no idea what it is. Cause it, again, this is an online order only, but this is probably my favorite shoe. Minimalist looking, awesome grip. I've sprinted in them, I've ran in them, I lift in them. It's a great, all around shoe for my foot, okay? For my foot. I've been in minimalist shoes for a while now, so it it's only a four millimeter, so it's lower than all these other ones, um, but it, it works for me. I love it. It's clean looking, I can wear it to the gym and I could throw on a pair of jeans and it looks like a, you know, like kind of like a, almost like a Cole Haan. It's, a, it's just a good looking shoe as well, so I like that about it. Um, it's just kind of my style. So now, having said all that, hopefully I haven't put you to sleep. If you're not into shoes like I am, this might be over your head and boring. However, not all these podcasts are gonna be exhilarating. Um, so bear with me, but this is important. You need to have the proper footwear, guys. So if you're going out, you're, you wanna try one of these, Here's my list. Here's how I'm gonna rank them. I'm gonna have this on my Instagram page. I'll rank them. You can look at them, all pictures. So that'll be in the notes below. And you can kind of go check them out. So my number one, again, this is my list. My number one is gonna be the Strike Movement Haze Trainer. Okay, I just went over the reasons why. 
I like the minimalist feel. I can feel my feet, but yet it still provides cushion for everything that I want to do in it. It's a good looking shoe. It's my favorite. Number two, I'm going to go with the Rad One uh, trainer. Again, this one is probably the one I'd recommend for most people because most people are coming from that thick running shoe. So they want a little bit more cushion and this provides that but also provides enough stability to do whatever else you want. Um, and it's a pretty good looking shoe. I think it's kind of a cool shoe. It's a very small company, so their shoes do sell out rather quickly. So um, keep that, I guess keep that in mind. Number three, this was tough for me, but I ended up going with the Noble Trainer Plus. Um, I believe it provides a little bit more um, variety that things you can do with it over the my number four, which was is the Goruck Ballistic Trainer. Um, so number three, Noble Trainer Plus. Number four, the Goruck Ballistic Trainer. Um, if you're an outdoorsy type person, I'd just jump right to the Goruck. If you do workouts outside a lot, then I you should just get the Goruck for sure. That's definitely a shoe that would fit your style. Uh, number five, the Reebok Nano X3. Um, I'm a huge Reebok fan when it comes to their training shoes, so it's kind of crazy that I put them at number five, but that just goes to show you how good some of these shoes are. And I'm trying to make this list too for the, for the person that's more of a cross-training individual um, that also cares about comfort more than they do just lifting. Number six, the Tier CXT1 is probably... Uh, this, you know, that one again, there's, it's a good shoe. It's the first edition of their shoe. So it's not the best it needs a wider toe box. However, I do think it's a good all around shoe. Pretty cool looking shoe too. And last but not least for all you Nike fans, the Nike Metcon seven or eight edition, they're pretty much the same exact sole and platform. It's just a different look. So it don't really matter. Go with the one you can get the best deal on. Um, and that's it. That's my that's my list, guys. Um, you can't go wrong with any of them. I gave you my reasons for each. You know, if you're somebody that changes their sh shoes when they come to the gym, you probably don't care about like being able to wear it out and about. So then, you know, that could factor into what you want. You know, if looks is something that you want, you know, you're probably looking at you probably want the Nike. Nike is a very good looking shoe. That's what they do. You know. Um, same with Reebok. If you like that classic, you know, sneaker look, then you're probably going to go with one of those. I myself, I don't really care so much for that. I, I'm kind of more of a simple, which is why I actually really like the Go Rucks and the Strike movements. Uh, so, same thing with and the Red Ones. Once you go and look at them, I'm, you'll see what I'm talking about as far as more simple goes. Um. And again, this is my list, guys. There are other shoes. If you have questions on any of them, I've probably owned them as well. So reach out and you can ask me if they're good or not. And all of these shoes, guys, they range anywhere from, you know, some of them you might be able to get on sale for 95 bucks all the way up to 150. So budget is another factor that you might want to consider when looking at these. Uh, but again, the reason for this episode, one, to show you off my vast knowledge of training shoes, which is probably uh, not an extremely 
high value thing, but whatever, man, it's what I'm into. Um, but you have to take care of your feet. If you don't take care of your feet, you're going to have ankle issues. If you have ankle issues, you're going to have knee issues. Again, if you have knee issues, you're going to end up having hip issues into back all the way up to possibly shoulder neck. It is a chain reaction. It's no different than if you're nursing a hand injury and you start compensating because you can't use a certain finger. Guess, guess what's going to end up happening? You're probably going to get some kind of elbow issue. Okay. And that, that compensation will lead to a shoulder injury. Nothing in the body is isolated. And when we're talking about the ground up, the first thing that touches the ground, the foundation, your legs, the strong foundation that legs provide the human body and the you're not wearing the proper footwear and you're getting all this compensation because your foot's wobbling back and forth with, you know, 200 pounds on your back and you're trying to squat and yet your ankle can't grasp the ground because it's in a, it's on a pillow wobbling back and forth. Just think about that, guys. Think about that. You might think, oh no, that's making my ankle strong. No, it's not. There's a time and place for training like that and it's not under 200 pounds on a squat, okay? So, again, recap. These are for people that are lifting decent weight or people that just want a stronger foot, ankle, knee, hip. If that's your thing and you want to strengthen all those things, you need a more minimalist shoe. If you're somebody that doesn't care, you're just in here doing some body weight, you just want to get a workout in, probably not a big deal. You can squat, do your body weight squats and running shoes. That's not a big deal. Okay. So any questions, guys, feel free to DM me. Uh, Again, my Instagram and everything will be in the notes below. If this was valuable, like it, share it, subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. That's how I can grow this thing. Uh, hopefully get a bigger reach and get more um, you know, experts in different fields on here, which ultimately I think would be awesome and ultimately serves all of you better. So uh, that's it. That's all I got. Probably went longer than I thought. But I like shoes. So, till next time, guys. Thanks for listening.